Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, friend, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw. We got another Dark Side of the Ring uh, review coming at you this time uh, the story of New Jack, the life and crimes of New Jack, is what there, it was yeah, titled. that's right, that's right. Uh, I, I honestly look, I'm sure that there's going to be plenty of, the, of great episodes. This really should have been the finale. This should have been the season finale. This was so, and, and it ended on such a comically dark note and that, defiant. Yeah, it it really feel, which we'll talk about it towards the end of the review. Mm-hmm. It really feels like this should have been the finale because, like, I'm I I enjoyed the. It's it's such a difficult thing to be entertained by this because it's highly entertaining and yet it's so messed up. Some of this shit is so wrong. Like I I, I had heard of of obviously the mass transit incident. Yeah, uh, the gypsy you'd, Joe you had seen you had seen stuff from the you'd seen the lot. video, hadn't you? I've, no, I haven't seen the I had not seen the video. I, I've made a point not to watch the mass. That transit was on video. purpose, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I was aware of the Gypsy Joe incident mm-hmm. and then the uh, where he stabbed the dude. Yeah. Um, but I hadn't seen any of it. Yeah. I might have saw a little bit of the uh, of the Gypsy Joe one. But I, I had see seen it. I had seen that at least once. And with the Gypsy Joe stuff, it's really difficult to see. Uh, it, it's it's I mean, you could <laughs> the, the I, I had not seen for whatever reason. I had not seen the baseball bat before. Yeah, I'd seen that either. Um, I had never even heard of the Hunter Red thing. Oh, I knew. Yeah, I knew he'd stab the guy in a match. I didn't. I had never heard about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, that footage was man. That was crazy stuff. Uh, so, anyways, I have some like notes here. We'll just sort of you know talk a little bit a little bit about each thing. We'll try to keep it to around twenty minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it kicked off, of course, with his. There's not a lot that said about his childhood. One of the things that that everybody who's interviewed, they interviewed Cornette. Uh, uh, D'Lo Brown is really good in it. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the dude, the, the the name of the little guy? Uh, something, oh. Timmy? Tom, Timmy something? Oh, Timmy the Terrible, my, something yeah, like that? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, specifically about the the mass transit stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, well, the Sandman's, I, Sandman's in it a lot. He's in it a lot. The idea of New Jack versus Jerome Young, his real name, mm-hmm. and where the two sort of lie in relation to each other was a heavy theme. 
yeah. and, and wraps this, up this, the episode. And that's one we've seen in other wrestling documentaries, like the Ric Flair one, the 30 for 30. That's pretty much what it's all about is where does Ric Flair and Ric Flair. Yeah. Where is the crossover between those those the man and the character? Or is there such a, is there a crossover at all? Mm-hmm, uh, yeah. Has Ric Flair just become Ric Flair totally? Has he completely uh, worked himself to a shoot with his own character? And that mm-hmm. was kind of a similar thing with with uh, this particular episode of Dark Side of the Ring as well. What was maybe most interesting to me about New Jack in his in his shoot interview, I've seen like some of his shoot interviews where he comes off as completely, and even in this, as it pertains to all the acts that he that he has committed in the ring, he is completely remorseless. Mm-hmm. That being said, there is a side to him that is sensitive to certain things. What one of the one of the most interesting things early on in this um, was when they asked him during. So uh, Jim Cornette brought him into Smoky Mountain, mm-hmm. uh, teamed him up with uh, with Mustafa mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and and D'Lo. And basically said, hey, you know what? Uh, we're, in, we're in redneck country, basically. Go out there and say stuff that'll make white people mad. Mm-hmm. And so he says, like, some super shocking stuff. Hey, shout out to OJ. Good job. There's two less we have to worry about. Uh, just all sorts of crazy stuff. It's, it's easy to forget, based on everything that, it, like, the, the, the acts of violence he has done in the ring, that he was, like, an electric promo. The man, I was going to get to this, the man is an electric promo and he's got that charisma where you can't not watch him. You can't not look at what he's saying. He's terrifying in his eyes, but he's also so charming. When he says, if if anybody else without his charisma were to say, I got coked up in the locker room, I got a stun gun out and I tried to throw uh, Vic Grimes, what was it, 50 feet to the floor. Yeah. It, you, you'd be like, this is, I, I have no desire to see anything else about this person. He's just, but New Jack has such a charisma that is magnetic. You're absolutely right. Um, so he goes out there, says all this stuff, and you would think, I've heard wrestlers talk about getting heat, you know, Mm -hmm. like the real, real strong type of heat, right? The stuff that doesn't happen anymore. And they always talk about it with a fondness. When they asked New Jack, hey, was that time in Smoky Mountain fun for you? He said, no. He said, because everybody was tossing the N-word at me, you know. And he says, I can't, I can't get over that. I can't, I never liked that. Like when, when D'Lo would talk about it, he'd say, you know, it's a weird thing to say and it's a weird thing to think, but we understood we were doing our jobs. And I know New Jack understood that. But the idea that this guy would doesn't have such a hard shell, which you would think he might have. He doesn't have such a hard shell that when fans are responding to him, kind of in the way that he is trying to get them to respond to him, it's not fun. He doesn't like it. It gets to him. Mm-hmm. And it that that right there early on really was was a, a, an interesting sort of contradiction or, or 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 you know dichotomy with this guy who it will go off just like that. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like if you look at every incident, all the the three major incidents, the the mass transit, the Gypsy Joe, and the Hunter Red, 
the smallest things will get him. And I don't know if he's just using those things as an excuse to commit some violence in the ring or if it actually triggers him the smallest of slights because there's nothing anybody did that was all that egregious. Well, I mean, that 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 necessarily justified. Well, I mean, his opponents, yeah, agreed. Um, uh, like, I know that there's there's a certain code backstage that if you're a rookie, and you, you go backstage and you don't you don't go to the veteran that you're wrestling and ask to get your offense in. You know, I understand that. Uh, uh, now to to slice the guy open so bad he requires fifty stitches. Yeah, That's disproportionate a, response. It's a bit of disproportionate response, exactly. Um, like quite a stretch. Yeah. Um, the Gypsy Joe thing seems to be a miscommunication where no one told New Jack this dude was going to no-sell his offense. Well, and but you, did you see, though, the only people who talked about that were were people who weren't New Jack. New Jack said, Gypsy Joe comes up to me and says, hey, kid, I can teach you something. And he's like, what? And that seemed to be the, the thing that set him off. Yeah. <laughs> like a guy has the, has the, the nerve to say to me that he's going to teach me. Um, so it's, you know, he's, he's an incredibly complex individual. That's putting it mildly. (laughs) Um, early on, they also, this was hilarious that they even brought this up. Mustafa and the pencil shavings. Oh yeah. That was amazing. So apparently, so they teamed up because, you know, Mustafa is this huge dude. Yeah. He's massive. He's still massive. (laughs) He's still huge. That's kind of, I don't know if he lives in in the area, but he, he used to wrestle. Yeah. He would wrestle wrestle all the time out here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's got, you know, real crazy eyes, you know, when he wants to, but apparently that translated back, he would, he would, he would get pencil shavings and smoke them yeah, and claim that it was like the best high <laughs> new Jack, new Jack was the guy saying, you can't mess with that. That's yeah. going to mess you up permanently. And yeah. sure enough, one night somebody knocks on his door and says, Hey, we have a problem down here with your tag team partner with Mustafa. <laughs> so he goes downstairs and the cops have him. Down and he's like frothing. He's like he's got spit or he's got snot all over him. Yeah. And he's saying, "You guys want to fuck me? I know you want to yeah. fuck me, Jack. They yeah. want to fuck me." Yeah, that was the funniest damn thing I've seen. <laughs> that was so goddamn funny. Um, I did not know that he had that he had uh, tried to recreate the '92 Rodney King incident with Ricky Morton. That I did not know either. That was news to me. Um, he talks a little bit about his childhood. Another thing about New Jack is. The one thing that several wrestlers said in this, or several people said in this, and that I've I've seen myself in other interviews, is that with New Jack, you don't know how much of what he's saying is true or not. But as you mentioned earlier, the theme of this particular episode um, is you know the the blurring of the lines between New Jack and Jerome Young. So you know if 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 he is is prone to bouts of hyperbole and shoot interviews and stuff, and 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 speaking from as if the motivation of his character is his true motivation, that might kind of, you know, there could be that overlapped genuinely. Yeah. But then it makes you wonder, you know, when he tells us about his childhood, which sounded supremely effed up, you know, he, his dad stabbed his mom five times uh, or shot her in the leg, shot her in the leg. Yeah, no, he, he, he shot her in the leg. He stabbed her in front of the family mm-hmm. when he was five. And he still remembers that stuff. Um, it, it was, you know, it, it was obviously really dark stuff. And he attributes that towards the end. He says, so when you want, when you ask yourself, 
why do I flip out sometimes? There's your reason. So he directly seems to attribute that to his upbringing, which is, again, mm-hmm. pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, they talk about the uh, the mass transit incident pretty uh, pretty extensively. Yeah, that's kind of the, the, the centerpiece of the whole episode is going through that, the trial that, that followed, um, you know, how he – that and then how he managed to get uh, the charges dropped for the Hunter Red incident. Yes. We're both pretty interesting. Yeah, I the the see the thing is you you take the story about how New Jack sliced open a 17-year-old kid. And the kid according to according to several people including a t- tiny uh, terrible Tim or whatever his name was. You know, Eric suffered from depression after that. He had gastro bypass surgery and then uh died because of complications from that, which is a mm-hmm. tragic story. It was horrible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't know what the hell that kid's dad was thinking in the first place, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but uh, uh, he makes it so entertaining. The story itself is so entertaining. He was when we were talking about the the course. So uh, you know, he slices open mass transit. Uh, his parents uh, sue him. In civil well, first, it's, it's, there's criminal. There's criminal first charges. Is criminal. It's, it's criminal. That's right. Is it criminal yeah. first? Yeah, criminal charges first, and then uh, 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 once you know, as we'd heard before, seemingly once the jury found out that uh, Kulos lied about his age, mm-hmm. then that was seemingly uh, uh, enough to uh, uh, find New Jack not guilty. Yeah, and then following that was a civil case. I don't think they just mentioned it. And I don't remember them mentioning any conclusion to that. Oh, they did. It said when Kulos passed away, that I guess that must have been maybe dropped. Okay. Yeah, they did. I man, I thought there was. I thought in actuality there was a settlement of some sort. It could be because they just didn't mention it. Lost. They didn't mention it in the thing. They just said uh, Kulos filed a civil thing, and then he he died due to complications for a gastric bypass there was no continuation of what happened with the civil trial the uh the trial where uh the jury the jury was comprised of five five white people and one old black man and new jack was like you're my way out of here you just need to stay awake (laughs) and the guy kept on falling asleep till they brought Heyman to the stand to testify and he said and they asked him you know because new jack alleges that Eric Kulas's dad used, you know, a racial slur, hurled it at New Jack uh, after the incident. And they asked Paul Heyman, hey, you know, what did he say? And Heyman says, you know, he called him the N-word. And they pressed him. They said, what did he, what was the, you know, for the record, what did he say? And Heyman, in a very dramatic fashion, says, I'm sorry, New Jack. And then he says it. And that woke, that word woke the juror up. And then, you know, the next day he was let off. Yeah, um, so it took about a day to deliberate. Yeah, and so it was <laughs> that, that according to New Jack. But again, even even if, but that part one of the thing that New Jack was saying about Paul E was saying, oh, Paul was working him. He was working him. Yeah, exactly. But the whole story that New Jack tells, it's a it's a horrible thing that's happened, but it's so damn entertaining the way he tells it. Mm-hmm. It's so darkly entertaining the way he tells mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that Sandman didn't know the reason the reason why New Jack went off on mass transit because he had the audacity to come up to him and say, hey, can I get some offense in? Can I do this? Can I do that? Yeah. Um, and he says, oh, that's why Jack stabbed him. And it's like, that's a normal thing. Like, that makes sense. You know, instead of saying, hey, kid, you're a rookie. You don't do that. No. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> he took that yeah. that smallest of rookie mistakes and turned into a reason 
to cut a dude open. And 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 then that dude didn't want to wrestle ever again. And on top of that, I, I literally spit out some some water when I was watching this. When uh, preceding going out to 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 the to the mass transit match, he said he was yeah uh, I was in the locker room I got high as fuck because <laughs> he said he was he said yeah I started doing cocaine in the locker rooms man because then you get high and it was like man he just saw the wrestling ring and it's it's interesting because Cornette even addressed this he says in his mind when two people agree before a mm-hmm. match. To, to do a certain thing. If they stray uh, the, outside those boundaries... He's talking about where wrestling could stray to the area of uh, uh, felonious assault. Right. Yes. And if you and I go into a match, say, hey, we're going to have a mat-based wrestling match. That's all we're going to do. Catch as catch can, man. And then halfway through, you get under the ring and you get a, you get a, a Wolverine claw, like New yeah. Jack, yeah. and you start jabbing me with it. It's like, okay, that goes outside the bounds of what we talked about. Egregiously, that's what Cornette said. If you, go, if you exactly. egregiously go outside the bounds that was uh, previously discussed, then you're entering into uh, the, the the realm of, of crime. And I don't think that's ever been, well, besides New Jack, I don't think that's ever been, te- I mean, it probably would have been tested with that Hunter Red incident. I mean, yeah. he was arrested for that. Yeah, so you was. would think that at that point, there would probably be. Yeah, um, how we got out of that was interesting. So apparently Hunter Red uh, visited New Jack in jail. I know we're skipping ahead a little bit. No, it's fine. Uh, uh visited uh, New Jack in jail. I was like, hey, I'll drop the charges if we can make this a program, make this a story, and we can go all around Florida and, and make a lot of money, uh, you know, having matches and doing the story. And New Jack said to him, all right, drop the charges first and we'll talk about it. So uh, Hunter Red dropped the charges. Uh, New Jack packed up his stuff and apparently has not been to Florida since. <laughs> Last time I ever talked to him. Um, so, yeah, again, going back to uh, the Jack, uh, the, the Vic Grimes thing, so they had their match in ECW mm-hmm. where, and it's kind of funny, they kind of glossed over that a little bit, but uh, New Jack blamed Vic Grimes. They went up to the on the scaffold or whatever, and mm-hmm. they came off onto the table, and Vic didn't want to do it, and so that's why New Jack pulled him off, and yeah. that pissed off New Jack. But what apparently pissed him off more, according to him in this, was the fact that after the fact, you know, New Jack claims that he, he busted his, his skull on that. Yeah, can't see out of one eye. Yeah. As well as headaches, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said when they met again in XPW, um, Vic shows up and he's like, hey, man, Jack, I'm sorry I haven't talked to you in the, over the past year. And that's what New Jack was pissed off about. That's why New Jack went to a pawn shop, got a stun gun and well, planned Jack, to. Go yeah, ahead. Sorry, New Jack was pissed that he, when he said to Vic's like, you had a whole year. Why didn't you call me? Yeah. You didn't call me at any point to say you're sorry. Or to say, or to check on me how I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. You wait a year, then you walk in and say, and say I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, that's when New Jack. But comes. at what point did he go to the pawn shop then and get the stun gun? Yeah, it seems like the sequence of events is a little off. It's like <laughs> he might have done this. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's like if they went to the venue early in the day at the uh, Olympic Auditorium in downtown LA, um, went there early in the day, this interaction happened. And then uh, New Jack walked down downtown L.A. and bought a, a, a stun gun mm-hmm. for the match later to, that, that night. I don't know. Yeah. So anyways, they go up top and, and uh, the, you know, this is Matt. This is so high. It's like it's so high. It's, it is so ridiculously high. It's insanely high. high up there. They're up there. And New Jack ends up 
you know, he, he he punches him to the ground and then he takes it out and he stuns the guy. Yeah, he tases him like two or three times. And, he, and he's like, Jack, I can't feel my legs. And he says, you're not going to need them. And he says, bombs away. And again, you're sitting there like, what the hell? Like, this is so entertaining to hear him talk about this stuff. But it's horrific. He said, I wanted to throw him to the ground. And here's the thing. Even if he did. Yeah, it's even if he. He stunned the guy and threw him off. And it is. I, I remember even back then, because was was our, was Evald there? Oh, I don't remember. So, yeah, I think Evald was there for a different one. We saw Supreme get lit on fire. Yeah, that was the last XPW, XPW show I was ever going to go to. Yeah, samesies. Um, so, uh, yeah, and then, and, then, and then New Jack goes down. And he, he leans over to him while he's laying there being tended to and Somehow, some way, Grimes, all he had was like a busted ankle. Yeah, a dislocated ankle, yeah. And he says, now we're even, you fuck. <laughs> For what? For not calling a guy? Uh, yeah, and then we've already talked a little bit about the Gypsy, the Gypsy Joe stuff. Yeah, so the Gypsy uh, Joe was like, a, he's in his 70s at the time. Yeah. Um, I guess he's like, the his gimmick was he's impervious to pain. Yeah, And right. so he would go into matches and no-sell people's offense. And, and as, as it was told... Uh, apparently, New Jack was not aware of this particular guy's gimmick. Um, and then I guess uh, uh, Gypsy Joe said to him, here, uh, I'll teach you something. Which, I'm guessing, Gypsy Joe had no idea who New Jack was. <laughs> and just thought, all right, I'm, odds are Gypsy Joe's a veteran in this situation. Yeah. Going to help this, uh, this younger wrestler. All right, and you never know. Maybe, and I'm just speculating here, maybe there might have been a language barrier where maybe instead of saying, I'm going to teach you something, maybe he meant... I'm going to call the match, which, again, being the veteran, I don't think is out of the norm for this kind of situation. Yeah, I don't know. In any event, seemingly what he told Jack, uh, as innocuous as he might have thought it was, yeah. uh, was was enough to set off uh, a new Jack and, uh, you know, hit him in the head with a baseball bat a couple times and threw a bunch of chairs at him, which mm-hmm. in Gypsy Joe's, you know, to, to be fair, man, that dude took a beating and he was still like yelling at him and stuff from the floor. Yeah. Um. So that was kind of interesting. He said, and I beat the shit out of a hundred year old man. <laughs> out of a hundred year old man. Um, so yeah, then they talk about the Hunter Red stuff. And yeah, like I said earlier, the great thing about this is that it seemingly D'Lo nor Jim Cornette had seen this match. Oh yeah, this this was reaction video time for each of them. And it was it was so it's interesting seeing their differing uh, uh responses to it. So uh D'Lo responded in horror. And Jim Cornette started laughing. <laughs> he started laughing because D'Lo's sitting there staring at the laptop and he's going through the match. He's like, oh, yeah, it looks like he's he's punching Jack pretty hard right here. Oh, yeah, look at that. Jack's coming back at him. Oh, he's talking to him. Jack's he's grabbing some something. Out of his pocket. He's got some in his pocket. Is that a knife? Is that a He's stabbing him. Oh! <laughs> yeah. And Cornette's watching it. He's like, oh, yeah, it looks like some stiff shots there. Uh <laughs> oh, he starts stabbing him. He's like, he start, is he stabbing him? Is he, he laughing. Sta- <laughs> is he stabbing him? He says, oh, yeah, this is not going to be the kind of thing that'll add to a, pub- a positive public perception. Perception of pro wrestling, yeah. <laughs> is he stabbing him? <laughs> and you could, dude, he was legit. He was like straight yeah. up actually stabbing him. Yeah. Oh, my insane. God. Insane. He said, yeah, Absolutely I wrote insane. down here because D'Lo says, Ew, he's stabbing him. He said, ew, not yeah. even oh or ow. He said, ew, he's stabbing and the, him. The perspective of the, the, the guy who ran that promotion in, at the time. Yeah. 
uh, I guess it was in Jacksonville. He said uh, he was friends with New Jack. He would stay at his house whenever he was in town. MWW was apparently his name. Thunder Wrestling yeah. Federation was the That's name right. of the promotion. Yeah. Um, and uh, he said New Jack was a great cook. And the interviewer <laughs> asked him, what, what do you cook? Spaghetti. Spaghetti. That was the best thing. <laughs> and he said it so deadpan. Yeah, and it immediately. And me, by the way, spaghetti. Spaghetti. <laughs> New Jack, what did he say? He said, New Jack, he was a comedian. He wanted always to, he enjoyed making sure everyone was happy. Yeah. What did he cook? Spaghetti. He was a great cook. What did he cook? Spaghetti. spaghetti. <laughs> oh, that was so good. That was great. As we know, man, spaghetti is one of those uh, dishes that only the finest of culinary professionals. It really, it really tests your, your culinary acumen. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, we talked about the Hunter Red stuff. And then they, you know, then they start talking about like who is Jerome Young versus who is New Jack, and nobody had a solid answer. And, and Cornette said, "I don't know if that I even want to know." Well, he said, "I don't know if I ever even met Jerome Young." Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, New Jack does talk about the origins of the name. At least he was mm-hmm. he went and watched uh, New Jack City, yeah. Wesley Snipes' uh, film, and said he saw the title and started you know thinking about the name New Jack and started developing the character. From and he there. thought, and with the name New Jack, he felt that it was the kind of thing that he could hear crowds chanting the name, which is totally mm-hmm. true, and that totally mm-hmm. happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so after that, so yeah, that that basically finished it off. They asked him at the very end. They said, if they made a movie about you, New Jack. What would the final scene be? And he said, "I'd be in a wheelchair doing coke, and uh, and that's middle it. fingers in the air." Yeah, and he he just he was laughing his ass off talking about that. And then he said, "He said, yeah, I'd be sitting there in a wheelchair doing coke. Thank you, bitches." Mm-hmm. And they do they do the great thing where they have you know somebody who looks they find people who look remarkably like I know. I know the the individuals in question. They got a dude look like New Jack. He's slightly the out dude, of focus. The dude they got for a slightly out of focus. Paul Heyman was was dead on. Was dead on. Was dead on. Yeah, it's it's pretty impressive. Um, so yeah, it's it's. I'll be honest. I'm not sure. I, Brawl for All is going to be a lot of fun. I think. Yeah, man. Um, I'm really looking forward to that one. Uh, but yeah, this was. It's going to be hard. It's going to be really hard to top this one. I'm actually looking forward. I want to show it to Lacey. That's why mm-hmm. I've been waiting for it to be on YouTube. I really want to show it to Lacey because oh. we don't have the the, uh, the channels involved. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, it's it's you know obviously one of the more controversial, one of the most controversial figures in pro wrestling, certainly oh, of the modern yes. era. Yes. But uh, man, like you said, just charisma. Mm-hmm. You know, a hundred, a thousand percent charisma. This guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, and that that's kind of everything with it. So, uh, anyways, let us know what you guys thought in the comments below. Thanks so much for watching. We appreciate it. And until next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. 
bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly. Which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.